Holiday your heart out at Old Navy. Today only, all of Old Navy's cozy sleepwear is 50% off. Plus, get 40% off your entire purchase now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Sleepwear valid 1116, 40% valid 1115 to 1120. Exclusions apply. See store for details. The artist formerly known as. What's going on, Facebook? What's up? What's up? We What's going on? <laughs> I don't know why. It what it is? What it do? Okay, uh, let's do this. Um, show sixty four. Uh, turn my, sorry, turn, my turn your sound down, <laughs> <laughs> We're trying some new stuff with this phone, y'all. Y'all be slow with us. Be slow with us. And we starting. Oh my goodness, was, was that? Was it? Ice, was your phone dying? Is your phone dying, Ice? No, my phone is not dying. My Dave, phone is not your is phone. Yours? Is your phone dying? I hope not. <laughs> That's a possibility. 10%. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, somebody is... grab that man and charge it. Okay. Another one. He can't charge, man. He, he got that, that pigtail. Well, when is his <laughs> phone? <laughs> oh, man, he can't huh? charge He can't charge <laughs> Oh. Uh, All right, that's well. Uh, you, you know, we're going to see how that works out. It's right. good knowing you, buddy. You'll be here t- until. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you might want to charge it, your if, phone until it's time for him to do a spaceship. I'm just saying, like legit. All right, well, that's, that's, that's what we'll do. Hopefully, it works out. Oh, oh, all right, I just, um, yeah. I, hold, hold on a second. I tried. To wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. we'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> iPhone Seven. You understand what is going on right here, right? We got things to do. That's right. This whole little adapter situation. This podcast is sponsored hey, by California <laughs> right. plus degrees. Barbara Cook, you Bye. need to see. Hey, we're we going to stretch out our hands. Send some, <laughs> we pray send some water and some ice. That's my Lord, problem. lemonade, Lord. That's your auntie? Uh-huh. Oh. Is it, oh. Oh, yeah. It, it's real like that. Lemonade, Lord. Sheesh. <laughs> she definitely needs sweet tea. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, and yeah, we do have to start the show. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's, get, sorry, let's go ahead. Let's get started. Hey, Facebook Live, it's good to see you. Share this. Like Hi. it. Uh, if you haven't downloaded the app. And tell all your friends, your family, your cousins, tell all, the, all the baby jumpers, cousins, and rel- relatives, get them on here. To hear more from the baby jumper, <laughs> download the Free Thinkers Radio app. <laughs> all right, we, we're doing this. Show 64. Turn to your neighbor and tell them to listen to this poem. That's right. Oh, oh listen to this poem. Listen to this poem. Turn to listen. your other neighbor and tell yeah, them to right, listen to this poem. Yeah, you better be glad you, can, you can't say nothing right now. I want to know how you start with some poetry and we just finished. <laughs> what has happened to us, church? <laughs> oh, this my joint. Oh, this is your joint. You know what this is? It's Jackie Hill. Jackie Hill. Man. Jackie Hill. Oh, Jigaboo. Okay. Church Jigaboo. The truth hurts, but I'm that's the name of the song. Yeah, Church Jigaboo. Well, well, I thought you were talking about Pokemon. <laughs> oh, turn to your neighbor and say, "Welcome to Freethinkers Radio." <laughs> there we go. Uh, wow. Welcome to Freethinkers Radio, everyone. <laughs> Ebony Dixon, the baby jumper, your host for this evening. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jay Will. Good evening, y'all. It's J.B. Sampson. Hi, y'all. This is Dave Strum. What's going on, everybody? Shantae Darby. Hey, everybody. William Baker. What's up, guys? This is Elliot. The prodigal has returned. Yes, he returns every now and again. Every now and then. We got David Pendergrass in the building. Big DP. I, I, I be the pappy. <laughs> Lord. DP Southcat. You have to North Main. Google them. Feel three. Feel feel three. <laughs> feel, feel free to think freely tonight. We are doing part two to racism and economic empowerment, which all started with the Black Expo event, and we will tell you a little bit more about that when we come back from this teeny beeny weeny weeny break. Feel free to think freely. That's how you feel. That's how I feel. That was a lot of rainies. Nice to feel like we all belong here, cause we're all freaking crazy. This song right here is called "Like We Belong" by Gabby. <laughs> we was talking about you announcing songs the other day, Jay. Yeah, that's a special talent. I just want to let you know, dude, you are gifted. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Like, for real. I appreciate it. He said we're going to act like we oh, belong Sean. here. Oh, Sean. Sean Green. Christ Hot was good. Christ oh. Hot was that, homie? There's more than just bros on here, Sean. Uh-oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Oh. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he talking like you. Just put your hands right here. That's right. He over here talking like he played for the NBA or something. <laughs> you know. Got to make sure I show up to practice even if I don't do nothing. That's it. <laughs> talking about practice. Don't mind me. I'm just sitting on this bench over here. I don't practice. I only perform. We just had gang you want to talk about And practice. Ice is on hold he, He's not here tonight But he will be heard tonight he'll be heard. Yeah <laughs> He who shall be heard And we're back. <laughs> oh, we're back. Yes, we are back. Um, we're talking about racism and economic empowerment. Part two. Um, the last show was talking about um, how it stemmed from the Black Expo and how how can we be a part of uh, a group or a part of society if we're kind of dividing ourselves and trying to do things on our own. So, um so you want to explain a little bit more about that, Dave? Right. So, so basically, the last time we talked about race and economics here, we uh, we basically talked about basically we were talking about the intake. You see what I'm saying? Um, at, at at some point, people were thinking that you know when you when you say it's a black business, you should only be taking in black dollars, mm-hmm. which is very weird. Right. This is a really weird idea. But um, but but actually, you know, what I'm saying we ch- we chopped it up with some um, with the professor from USC, um, the professor from USC, and Kevin Raspberry. Um, and they they were pretty pretty open about you know what I'm saying in, how the intake of funds needs to be as diverse as humanly possible, which just makes makes mathematical sense, right. even though you see it not practiced in certain situations. You see what I'm saying? Now I, I think we want to talk about today when we talk about race and economics. We really want to talk about the real thing at the table, which is redistribution, right? So so you've taken in funds. You're a business. You've taken in funds. Now, um, is there now is there anything you need to keep in mind uh, as you get ready to redistribute those funds out? When you talk about you choosing your vendors, choosing your contractors, you see what I'm saying? That, I think that's where a lot that, that's where the people who are a little more well to do that's where they seem to feel like they're that's where the real rift starts to show its head, which is real funny because you think about how um, how low edu- how, how low education value you believe people who are racist to be right mm-hmm. but they're saying but so if they're saying that there's some kind of you know racial pushback from people who should be a little bit more well to do first of all what what causes that if we're supposed to be raising above you know we're probably getting above that why, why why do we still have what we would call poverty problems i would say that's greed okay you know, the, the negative drivers i mean understanding the motivations behind racism they're they're most they're all negative right um ignorance is one you can educate ignorance you have fear you can try and calm fear right but greed you can't you can't satisfy greed you just gotta feed it and intelligent you know you could have educated people that are greedy right and you can't ever get enough got you Um, and so that you know how do you combat that i think the only way to combat it and not to get too theological though is Mm-hmm. Only way to combat it, greed is to give. That's the only way to combat it. All right. But you have to be at a certain place in your heart mm-hmm. to see that and to be willing to take the step to give. Well, right. so on the on the previous episode, mm-hmm. on episode one, I had said uh, I quoted a movie. It's called Wall Street, right? Uh, with Michael Douglas, and one of the ma- the main quotes for the movie that gets reiterated by a lot of libertarians and a lot of capitalists is greed is good um and that comes from that movie but i don't necessarily think greed is a bad thing um obviously we all have a pretty negative connotation with that word but there's a i want to make clear there's a distinct difference between greed being i want to make money and make a lot of like as much money as possible for myself or for my business versus i want to keep other people from making money or like, mm. I want to prevent other people from succeeding. Mm. There's a difference. There know? is a there's, difference. There's like because the the you know the capitalist ideal is competition. Competition breeding better business, better quality products, better quality services. 
through competition. Absolutely. Um, and competition happens when you're greedy and you want to provide for yourself and like grow your business. You want to be better. You want to be, mm-hmm. you want to earn more. You want to make more. You want to have better products that are uh, like owned by more people. Right. So I, I want to make clear, at least from my opinion, that greed is not necessarily inherently bad. Right. And I, and I would say, uh, is that goes the, um, now when you're talking about, you know, greed is wanting more money, but unfortunately in America and in some other places too, mm-hmm. poverty is an industry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's a, a high-paying industry. There's a, um, there actually is a, a documentary on Netflix right now called Poverty Inc. And it's talking okay. about how a lot of nonprofits and a lot of companies are making a lot of money off of impoverished communities. Right. It's basically we keep the money out of this community, so they have to bring their their low funds to our community to fund mm-hmm. our community, so their community stay where it is wow. and how it is. That's how Walmart does. It. That's how a lot of major industries do these. Um, they they keep certain communities down and then they move into communities they know it's going to build up because it brings mm-hmm. in more income <clears throat> yeah i think uh, there's a lot of familiarity there right yeah i mean because if you think about it if poverty is an industry just going there i don't know how i got there but yeah if poverty is an industry and you know that you're going to benefit off of poverty so now you the people that you want to benefit off that off that business that's one of those businesses that you don't want your friends and family to support you in right mm. That's the that's that's the business you don't want so. your friends and family to support you in the poverty business, right? right? Think so. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, I, I and I, I would guess that's what would cause a even a fear of you when you when you take a as a father, look at my look at my son. My son looks like me, right? Absolutely. Okay. So, so at the end of the day, who am I going to try to make sure if nobody else? You see what I'm saying? I need to make sure that he is not in the poverty industry, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or at least, and if, if he is in the poverty industry, he's on the receiving end, not the yeah. giving end, right? Well, does that from, cause from from that point? I think um, your family and friends wouldn't be on that level because mostly your family and friends are on the level that you are. Right. You know, the people that you associate with is on that class, so they wouldn't be the one that is is helping you from a poverty uh, standpoint. They would be the one that's supporting you because it supports them. You know, right. in what they're doing because they're maybe middle class and higher. Right. But the problem is, you, your friends and family are not there. And if right. they are there, then th- that's a disconnect between what you are you trying to help them or are you trying to benefit from them? Wow. And does that become, and I guess if your family was in the conflict of interest, this is really getting, if your family was in there, right? With, then when, with your, um, with your efforts to get back to in, the, to give back to that community, would there be a conflict of interest there? That's the question we're gonna we're gonna talk about when we get back to uh, feel free to think freely. Isn't greed just lovely? Wait, I'm lying. <laughs> it's not at all. The song is called "Lovely" by Holland. Feel free to think freely. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, think about it. That's that's the poverty industry. All right. That's crazy. But think about it. Okay, the poverty industry. Take it all the way back. What was the, you know, um, when you're buying POWs from Africans to bring them over here because, you yeah. know what I'm saying, because they, they, they deal better with the climate and things like that. Um, and they build, deal better with the, you know, the disease that's already here, the viruses that are already here, the, the immunizations are built up more. That You still, you don't want your son to be one of those guys, right? You don't want your son in the field. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So is that, may, might that be where, right, where, where American... Racism became the way it is. Well, your son don't fit that profile. Mm-hmm. The profile that you know you're talking about, people um, you bringing in a certain type of person to work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, do your son fit that profile? I right. Mean, well, in, in some situations, because you got to think about it now. I'm, I'm I just I brought up the African trader thing, yeah. but you understand that uh, Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania was over fifty percent German just because of endangered servants. Right. That's true. You see what I'm saying? So. That has nothing to do with African slaves. You see what I'm saying? Right. You have the, uh, you know, the, the big, the big Irish thing in the, in New York and all that. So, I think some of them would fit the profile a bit, right? We're back. <laughs> Free Thinkers Radio. Now, what was the question that you left off with, Dave? Oh, right, right, right. So, do you have a conflict of interest? Is that it? it basically, what we were talking about in the break. We're gonna go right there. Is is that how American racism got how how how? You know what I'm saying? Got as bad as it is from the fact that you want to make sure that that's not your family members, your people that you connect with in that situation. That situation is where they make a lot of money right. off these, uh, you know, these African POWs that they got in, the, in these cotton fields. 
They make a right. lot of money off right. that. Now, th- when there's a low a low unemployment, when you say there's not a lot of employment, but there's a cotton field <laughs> with a bunch. Of, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? What key what, is there a conflict of interest when you're trying to help um, keep your child out of that situation? Because modern day, that would be the plant, the cotton field would be probably McDonald's or the chicken factory or Robert Tyson. Um, it would be yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, you see what I'm saying? There are there are jobs right now that would equate, right? Well, okay, so I'm gonna throw this in there. The only ones that's trying to keep their children out of a situation are the ones that's already in a control situation already. Right. But mm-hmm. the ones, if you you don't have any control of anything um, that brings in any any economical gain. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get your child to get whatever job they can get because you've only been able to get whatever you could get. Mm-hmm. So the I don't think that would even be in the conversation. I'm trying to protect my child from being over here. Mm-hmm. There's no you don't need to protect your child. You already own it. Well, in in, res- in retrospect to what you were asking about, like the McDonald's and mm-hmm. stuff like that, those were never created meant to. They weren't meant to make a career out of. Mm-hmm. It was to right. step there, get some, get your feet wet in the job industry, and, I, and move on. I disagree because if you don't remember the commercials from the eighties and the nineties when Curtis well, got did a, want Calvin, Curtis, yeah. Calvin got a job, Calvin got a job, and now Calvin about to be a manager, and Calvin going back to the hood. This is the commercial they was actually displaying in, about McDonald's that this was the best job Calvin could get, and this was the experience of a lifetime for him. Goodness. Again, look look at the model. Wow. Though. Yeah, look, just wow. look at the business model. I, that's wild. Commercial's well, a commercial. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, I would take it a step further and say the under-the-table payment, mm-hmm. that is where you have your equivalent of the cotton field worker. Okay. Those who have come into our country fighting for citizenship, Right, but can't legally get a job. But they find a job, and they're willing to work so, for, so for the below- construction sites that might that might fit the correct. Sun. Right, I, so one of the largest industries. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I would say you know really the big brunt of keeping you know poverty is cyclical. Right, most mm-hmm. oftentimes it's cyclical. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you there's bad luck involved sometimes. I mean, you know, it, it's not a, a clear cut thing all the time. But the most the most harsh one that we always see is cyclical poverty where like you're poor and then you have kids and then like they can't escape it. You know, it just perpetuates on and on and on. Mm -hmm. I think some of that, like the two big factors for me, as I see it is Mm -hmm. one is education and two is a systematic oppression. Yeah. Uh, So like, you know, constitutionally really we, the constitution as a libertarian sees it, Mm -hmm. there's only two reasons why the constitution exists. And it's to prevent, it's, the government serves two reasons, serves two purposes, mm. to prevent and protect against force or fraud. So if, if either one of those two things are happening, that's going to that's gonna prevent, I mean, that's going to, like, perpetuate that cycle of poverty. Mm. You can't get a leg up if everything's regulated. How, how, you, how are you supposed to get a good job if you can't be, become a citizen? Or if you can't, like, right. if there's all this government red tape on stuff? The mm-hmm. government, quite frankly, the government's got too much control or say over what we do or how we do business. Thank That's you. one thing. Educationally, Mr. you know, libertarians favorite Mr. libertarian. Go ahead. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, tell me I'm not right. You know, like, why do I have to get a permit for something to do something when I could just just as easily go do it? You know. So and I get it. Like, mm-hmm. anyways, okay. So, like, <laughs> There's the, the reasons. There are reasons. Well, the other big, the other big issue is edu- is education. Safety. Like, <laughs> how are you supposed to create your own path or like better yourself when you don't know where the ceiling is? Mm. Right? How are right. you supposed to find this new trail to better yourself when you don't know where it is? You've never been taught how to go find it or how to go better do that. Um, you know, that's a big thing with West Virginia. Sixty-three, mm-hmm. like at the time that I, the statistic was relevant to me, sixty-three percent of the people work for the federal government. Yeah, that because they because, because obviously there's, no there's not other jobs, right? Which goes back to the private sector. Oh, for, we'll we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Could get it out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> okay, so I might have to uh, hopefully not have to clownize for this one. Um, I'm going to assume that this song is called Death Grip. By fit for a king, not death grab, which we have typed. Oh wow, he's gonna throw the man typo. <laughs> <laughs> death grab, y'all. <laughs> we gonna, we gonna plug ice back in here. 
Yeah, I think that's supposed to be yeah, death grip. Yeah, that's definitely death grip. <laughs> <laughs> that's death grip. Yeah, something. Now, please explain right. why. Ice, can you hear me? Yeah, I'll hear you. Yeah, man. So James coming for your typo right now. You trying? We trying to figure out what's going on with you, with, yeah. you, with, the, I, with them Android those. keyboards, man. <laughs> it doesn't matter what keyboard he has. Dang. <laughs> oh, first, the, first he got clowned for ha- having an Android. Then he got clowned for just not being able to type. Uh, <laughs> Ice, what are you gonna say? No, that's dirty. That's dirty, man. <laughs> so, 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 was the song "Death Grip" or "Death Grop"? It wasn't Death "Grop." Death Grip. It's "Death Grip." Okay. Death Grip. Death Grip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, I had a feeling. Yeah, automatic thing. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I just, I needed to know. Yeah, yeah the, the, the bus was coming your way. Innit? Mm. Me, me. <laughs> All right, we're about to go on, this, uh, go on to uh, segment three, and then we're going to go on your spaceship after that. I, no. All right, coming back, coming back, coming back. I do have a question for Will, because um, you were talking about how there's a systemic uh, issue there that continues to make a cycle for people who can't get out of situations, right? Um, sure. So what about people who move to the country? Because let's be honest, this country is still seen as the country for the American dream. Mm. And it seems like a lot of people can come here and create a version of the American dream. It might not be the golden streets, but they can create a version of it. Like when the Indians come here, they can start a, a, a gas station. And then, as a matter of fact, in America, most of the hotels in America are owned by Indian, Indian people. And yeah, then large, large industry. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, and they, I don't know if it's most of them, but yeah, it's definitely. I think it's, it's like eighty five percent. Eighty five percent of hotels owned by the uh, the mass majority. Asians? I mean, the, like South Asians. I'm. I would say the ones that uh, not the big name ones. Not like the motel. Okay, I, was the, say, I don't think Marriott's small, owned by any No, 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 no. Small and big. The, Hilton. <laughs> but the more the hotels and motels. Um, right. Now, motels, I, can, I, can, I probably yeah. can see that. But they even can come here and they can kind of bypass the systemic issues, even though there are race issues with them also when they come here. How mm. do we look at that? Well, I'll tell you how I look at it now, you, <laughs> if you want to know. No, let's, let's get real. Well, here's get the it. thing. When you're, talking about, when you're talking about hotels now, you're talking about a lot of that just franchise fee and go, right? Right. Franchise fee and go. I mean, at the end of the day, oh, my people. I don't, even want, I don't want to go there. I'm just being just being realistic. At some point, there was a lie taught to our leaders of the '60s that said that that if you get the political power, the economics will just follow. Wow. You see what I'm saying? At some point, they thought that that politics controlled money, but money controls, controls politics, and politics controls the leftovers. <sighs> and so, therefore, as they as they make the political, you, you know, what I'm saying as as they make those large political gains they get a larger piece of the leftovers. Mm. But then you look around, and you're, but you're living in a comparative economy. So if you're getting the leftovers, if you fought hard and now you're getting leftovers, you're looking around at people who are eating main courses, and in comparison, you haven't moved much. I was looking at a study um, that they compared from uh, the 60s to the, to the mid-80s, I think, or, the, or maybe the early 90s. And it was talking about the fact that while while affirmative action everything was being put in, um, the poverty levels, um, as far as like how many people of, of each race were in poverty, they didn't move. Mm. And, and and when you talk about the average income of those in poverty, um, in uh, in in the African American culture, by, by by the way, it went down over twenty five years. You see what I'm saying? They compare comparatively, they the poor of that of that one race. Ended up with a lower value than the poor of every other race. We're talking about the people who live in poverty of every other race. That's very weird. So does that does that apply to it, this? Might might go back to our point to mm-hmm. um, integration because um, when you have more black businesses, of course, it stayed in that community mm-hmm. for a lengthy amount of time. Versus now, um, I think what the black dollar stayed in the community like what seven minutes. Well, because who are you going to spend it with? Um, it, when you look yeah, at it, yeah. I think. Um, a problem that you know, and I'm not trying to get in, get in kind of bashing thing, but we take up industries that are not um, what I would call concrete industries. They're not necessary industries most of the time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, there aren't dominant African American construction companies. There aren't dominant African. I mean, you name it, utility companies, right. uh, grocery stores, mm. uh, well, even gas stations. You know how many how many necessity industries 
is I'm talking about just African Americans. Why why were they were fighting? Why, why they were fighting the political battle and the civil rights battle? How many necessity necessary industries did they did they try to did they try to dominate? You dominated sneakers, designer sneakers. You dominated clothes, designer clothes. Trendy, you dominated trendy music, thing. trendy music. Right. Yeah. You, dom- you see what I'm saying? You're not yeah. dominating anything that they can't just say. Well, we don't need it anymore. Well, do you think that might have anything to do with? Because um, you brought up how uh, you know a lot of the black leaders from the '60s were led to believe that um, if you once you get into politics, you control the money. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this uh, particular method of, I guess, ideology mm-hmm. um, with getting into business, do you think that has anything to do with uh, maybe being led to believe that the best way to go when starting a business is, you know, uh, the get-rich-quick scheme? Jumping well, in with what's trendy. Well, everybody, or, actually, as is, is, is fast as you can take income, you'll take it. So, I mean, exactly. I, I, I get, well, I mean, I get it. When you get trying to deceitfully yeah. get it fast, then it's wrong. But if you're trying to get it fast, I mean, you're getting it as fast as it comes to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not really trying to get it fast. I think it's more about the Superman complex. Because yeah. at some point they Must thought think. that the mayor yeah. could, could could be Superman and the governor could be Superman and the president could be Superman. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? One of these people was going to be Superman and was going to save us from, you know what I'm saying, from from the from the discrepancies that, you know, you, when, when you step out into actually having voting rights, now you're in a population of people who are used to having voting rights. That ain't nothing big. You see what I'm saying? Right. They're used yeah. to having voting rights. They're used to have, they, they have networks of people who are used to having voting rights. Not only voting rights, but they've had, they're used to having a voice in economic matters. They're used to having a voice in redistribution, uh, redistricting. They're used to that. They know that they can say, hey, man, there's, we, need, we need to change the district. They know to do that. Right. But, they, but when, you're just, when you're saying you don't know to do that, we just want to get a, a, a black mayor and let the black mayor fix it. We're going to get a black president. Black president to fix it. No, Superman's not going to fix it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Because he's still only he's still in policy. He's still only in control of the leftovers, the tax money that they ain't going to get back to you no matter where they spend it. Right? No matter no, no, if they spend it, if they spend more on on on, uh, on public schools, if they spend less on uh, water safety and environmental safety, they're still not they're still not going to give it back to you. Right. No matter what they spend it on, they're not giving it back to you. I would say one thing <laughs> I've noticed, um, especially in the inner city, most of the Industries that might be predominantly black-owned, um, hair stores, things of that nature, mm-hmm. they don't usually build contracts with the other companies that they don't try to build contracts with other black businesses or other business that can they can prosper together with. They try to find outsource it to other industries that really are already booming. Because unfortunately, they have the resources to do it right. Mm-hmm. Already, they're not trying to get there. So that's that's, that's a tough that's a tough place to put. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To put those businesses in. If you're, you know, um, if Sha- if Shante is buying equipment for his, for his production company, is he going to buy a guitar I made? Mm. Or is he going to go go get Abinez, go get a... You see what I'm saying? 100%. He's going he's gonna to go get the people that, that, that have tried and true and tested mm-hmm. and have the equipment to make it happen right now and give me quality right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, unfortunately, that's that's where we're at. So So if I was, you know, to take a time machine or something, I guess I would go back and say, hey... Won't just start making, you know what I'm saying? Start working on it. entrepreneurship. Might maybe started too late. You see what I'm saying? The boom, the entrepreneurship boom in those communities started too late. And Every I, other culture, I believe, that when I look at the at the history of most other cultures that came here, entrepreneurship started when they got off the boat. But also the formal entrepreneurship that started. It was also the always the entrepreneurship of I'm going to come up. I'm going to come up. Not I'm going to make a business that's going to create employees. So no, what do you, what do you think? I mean, what do we think a record label is? Well, Why do you think the Jewish people started record, record labels? <laughs> I mean, but they also own the, the, the uh, they also own the distribution companies. They own the publishing company. They own all the, of they it. own all of this. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. It was it was never a us coming up, mm-hmm. us coming and taking over this market. Well, it was always I'm gonna do something. You know, it's hard to be entrepreneurial when you know you're dealing with getting your own voting rights. Yeah, it is you, true. You're kind of distracted. That's true. You know. Didn't stop Madam C.J. Walker. Shouts out to the uh, Fifth to Compromise. It's <laughs> <laughs> gravy. This next song is called "I'll Find You" by the Crips. That's my choice. Tori too. Kelly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, I. I, I All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. 
Uh, yeah, you you up you up. We're gonna we're gonna let you know when it's time. We got this spaceship has been being brought to you by Verizon. <laughs> for real, for real. Like actually, <laughs> we gonna get fired. Ice might get fired. <laughs> this is gonna right. be great. That's right. Well, no, I think like the uh, with like the uh, what you were just talking about. Well, you did make a good point as far as like you know trying to figure out how to vote. The whole three fifths compromise. Right. The fact that you're struggling with the idea that these other people decided that your people are only can only uh, count as three fifths of a person. Unfortunately, you that's know? race painting. There's, there's well, bringing up the three fifths compromise in that way is actually something that that's a that's a that's a misconstru- misconception. That's race painting. To be honest, three fifths three fifths compromise was to keep every president from coming from Virginia because you could buy votes by buying slaves. Oh, dang! Wow. Didn't know that. Yeah, that, that you can buy you can buy delegates in electoral college by hey, buying slaves. Cool. And the largest Dave, the largest right. slave owning state at the time was Virginia. And the first what first five out of the first first seven five out of the first seven or five out of the first eight were from Virginia. They had to, they had to do something. Uh, and this next spaceship wow. <laughs> will be brought to you by our brother Ice 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 Baby. What's up, everybody? Sorry, I'm not there today, but I will be back next week. Okay, first things first. Let me get this out the way. Shouts out to the Golden State Warriors. Kevin Durant got his ring. Yeah, he did. No matter how he got it, that's right. He got his ring. He got his ring. That's right. So, ladies, if you want to get your ring, uh, leave the bad team, leave the team, and go to the championship team. That's it. That's it. That's, it. that's all I'm gonna say about that. Next thing, if y'all remember a few shows back. There was a guy that um, went to a bank, robbed a bank, and got arrested to get away from his wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah well, he got, a, he got sentenced last week, right? His sentence was house arrest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> house arrest. The backfire. Wow. Backfire. You staying home. Very much so. He's staying home. He, got, he can't do nothing without her without now. He got to be at home all day and everything. Wow. Wow. Well, wow. So that goes to tell you, karma is a mother. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think you can get away with it. You can't. It's going to come back around. Bite you in the behind. But shout out to Free Thinkers Radio. Even though I'm not there, we're going to have fun. Y'all have a good time. Got a few things I got to go do today. Oh, man. James? Right, but can you announce the song for the way that you do, man? That's just a dope. You know, it's great. Appreciate it, man. Yes, I Awesome. I might mess this next one up but just because yeah. you decided to be nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Ankle bracelets for everybody. <laughs> Ankle bracelets. That's it. <laughs> but this is Free Thinkers Radio. Feel free to think freely. I got to go. <laughs> hey, thanks, that was Ice. Perfect. That was perfect. Wow. That was crazy. Yo, I bet you that man wish he wasn't in that house no more. <laughs> just he wish he wasn't in there. This next song is called "If You Ain't In It." <laughs> Got it. That's just talent. <laughs> ice, we gonna holler at you, bro. Ice, Bye, bro. He's like, ice. Jeez. That, that was great. Bye, that was great. That, that, was, was, that, that was amazing. Right. <laughs> I didn't think that one was that good. It worked. It, did, it right? worked. Dude. Ankle bracelet though. He got that is hilarious. <laughs> he went to he was trying to get away from the wife. He was okay with going to jail. Right. And they gave that man house arrest. Man. That is amazing. I wanna know who the judge was. That's that judge was so different. Uh, that had judge had to be arrest. it had to be a woman, I'm sorry. Oh, oh you don't like her? You don't like her? All right. uh, yeah. house you, you know arrest. what? You can work out your problems at home. <laughs> yeah, I bet you I bet you judge looked at that man and was just like, Oh right. I see what's happening. <laughs> you know what? It was Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Had to. Had to have been Judge Judy. Oh, man. Judge Judy's so sweet. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you he's trying oh. to count the number of beer cans in his fridge. <laughs> yeah, but he robbed the bank and then sat there and waited for them to come pick him up, though. That's how serious it was. He said, Please y'all can come me. anytime. <laughs> I'm out here. He tried to Uber a getaway car. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Oh, <laughs> hey y'all. Oh my goodness. Yeah, y'all just threw my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So yeah, I mean, um 
Yeah, yeah, that, but but definitely, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, as far as the three fifths comment, that that's what that is. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's to, I was gonna say to, I guess to uh, correct um, mm. what I was saying, uh, regardless of the the three fifths compromise, or not regardless, but like mm. aside from that, right. um, I guess the issue would be. They, there was no I mean like you said Everybody else who came To the country Hopped on entrepreneurship Like you said Pretty much as soon as They got off the boat mm-hmm. But <laughs> black people Didn't have that opportunity no. They came as the product I mean, Exactly we, we were we were the product You know what I'm right. saying Black folk were the product And so When you mm. come off the, When you come off the boat To make the work You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying When you come off the When you come off the boat With the intention of Okay Because they said so I have to you know, make and produce whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't know what entrepreneurship is. I mean, like they made sure education wasn't necessarily something that we had. You know, black people had for a long time. Right. And so, I mean, that's the. I think that's where you know you said entrepreneurship showed up kind of late. That's why, because it wasn't until God knows how many generations later before the opportunity to actually be an entrepreneur actually showed up. I'm right? not sure though, because I'm pretty sure even when in their spare, you know, what they, what you call the spare time or whatever, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody traded an apple for a pear. True. Somebody traded a, a, a pork skin for a. You we, see what I'm saying? That's called that's called bartering. You see what I'm called, saying? So a lot of and, capitalism. And, <laughs> that's called capitalism when you're bartering. Yeah. That's capitalism. So do you and, think? And that, so they had the opportunity to get. I, I just think that they, they and some of us mm-hmm. were just programmed. You yeah, know what? I was exactly. Just that. I was that's just what I was thinking. Yeah. That's I was, what I was, I was saying, that. like, um, like, of course, that's bothering, but that's between people on the same level. Mm-hmm. Right. They weren't taught to barter with people that can provide the whole tree. Yeah, take, right. yeah, they were taught to take a raw deal from. And think about it, though. That was. Um, that and that had worked for the U.S. government. Just think about it. When you talk about the Trail of Tears, why, why, what happened in Nashville? They didn't take the deal. Right? What happened in, what happened in Georgia? They wouldn't take the deal. What happened to the Seminoles? They wouldn't take the deal. You know what I'm saying? They, well, what happened going out going out toward Missouri and all? They wouldn't take the deal. So what happened? Okay, y'all won't take the deal. Wiped out. You know what I'm saying? Here comes the army. And see, you see what I'm saying? Falls into force or fraud. It is. Yeah, that, absolutely. <laughs> those, those two things tamper with you know any kind of free market economy. I mean, and you got to think about it. But uh, then again, huh, where did they get the idea? I mean, you got to think about this. The the slaves that were sold by those by those African leaders, did they know the value of those people? <laughs> because look what we built. I'm not saying that we built it by ourselves. I'm not saying black people built this by ourselves. I'm saying that the question is, did they care that? about the value of mm. these people? Well, well, I mean, when you when you think about this, they wish they had they yeah. wish they had in America right now, right? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Uh, it was built, you know, what I'm saying on you know with this kind with that kind of labor. You talking about low? You know, the labor. Forces other than the cotton fields. Where else was this going on? Asia, right? In um, in in, in the rice it, right rice rice fields, right? Mm. So you see what I'm saying? So you talking about just you talking about the the lowest labor cost you could have mm. in business? How important is payroll? Really important. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so that, that that's the that's how we you know hop skipped everybody for truthfully if you think about it. Well, I think I think that would also. This is also a really good tie-in to our first episode as well. When we're talking about business practices, you know, we're all free to make good or bad or wise or unwise business decisions or business strategies. You know, um, without disrespecting the people that came before us, you know, I think education plays into a large part of our perspective on what is a good deal and what is maybe a long-term unwise deal to make. You know, you think about if we're if we're using the the Africa paradigm of like the African leaders selling selling off you know their own to go overseas, you know, they were probably thinking, "I've got money in my hand right now." You know, that's all that matters to me. Right. Now look at it long term. I think it's a matter of perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so in the same way, business business people of of all walks of life are free to make good or bad, wise or unwise decisions. I think a lot of it comes down to what kind of strategy it is. And a lo- and I think strategy is determined a lot of times by education. You know, how can you expect, like, how can you go where you've never been, where you've never been shown where what's possible? Right. right. You know, That's true. Um, like your imagination is at some point becomes limited by what you don't know. Exactly. Um, and what you can't, what you're, 
unable to find out. Right. The glass seal. Whether that's prevented because of force or fraud. <coughs> um, or, you know, just a matter of not having access to education. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I think that's a lot of what we're seeing today is maybe like a lot of people over the like it's just snowballing and it's not just like and don't think it's just the black community i mean it's it's everywhere look at all these uh you know like the printing industry the printing industry is wiped out like right. it's it's like and i'm a writer and photographer that's most of i could have had an easy living right. you know True. of like 10 years ago yeah. I, right. I could have had and then five years later i'd have been out of job right. you know right. in extreme amounts of debt so hmm. you know a lot of it is just it's just it's perspective you know, I think. So how do we change that perspective? Education, education I think. Yeah. 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 And, now, when and, we talk about I, education, are we talking about yeah. school education well, or are we just talking about exposure? So I think it's, in, I think it's insight. Yeah. I think, I think education both. is a huge part. But also, I think business leaders are a great example. You know, artists are also a great example. Yeah. I mean, people that will inspire you and paint the picture right. Right. Yeah. for what's ahead. You know, like who would have dreamed of uh, ever having like um, – like the uh, the Tesla, the underground tube that's going to go from San Francisco to L.A. or whatever. You know, I mean, Nuts. like, I don't know. Yeah. But it came, it came from somewhere. Right. I think it's knowledge and application. Yeah. It's two parts. You know, so often in school we've been taught the knowledge-based stuff. Mm-hmm. We hardly ever get taught the application of it. Right. And, yep. it, you know, it's just like discipleship. You can teach <clears throat> someone the word all the time, but until they learn how to apply it to their life, you Nothing. It's null and void. Absolutely, absolutely. I would think they, and that's one of those things that gets kind of rough because they, ha- by right, you have to get the information. Hmm. You, they have no, they, they don't have to buy American citizenry right. They don't have to show you how to use it. Yeah, absolutely not. I would also. They say have to tell you one plus one is two. They don't have to tell you to, what to do with it. I would also say the flip side you know? of knowledge is um, knowing being not being told you can't do something. Nobody told us we couldn't do free thinkers radio. Nobody mm-hmm. told us we couldn't do a network. Mm-hmm. We just start doing stuff, and I mean, it took it took work. Yeah, but it took work. We did it yeah. because nobody had told us we couldn't. Um, so even the fact of knowledge depends where you get your knowledge from. Because some people gonna tell you as much as they know. Exactly. Well, and that's right. also why your freedom's important. <clears throat> you need Absolutely. to have as, as few restrictions as possible to be able to do whatever you want. That's a libertarian. I think more you. schools, too, should um, implement. Um, we did a show about a school. I think it was in Virginia or Baltimore or something where they have an actual bank on the campus. Right. And they allowed their students to run the bank. So they're teaching them about money and how to handle money and how to be business minded. So they're getting the hands on and the knowledge. And I think more schools should try to implement something like that um, within their school system. I had a conversation with um What's a guy? He was, he's completing his doctorate in um, education, and he said, oh, okay. "In history, keep okay, um, in history, that the education system wasn't built for you to to learn the business of anything. It was teach you how to em- be employed by businesses. Right, mm. absolutely. Mm. That's the purpose of public school education to make sure you have a great workforce. Mm. Right, so you, so you don't own nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you have to have a great workforce. Yeah, like somebody has to work for whoever opens the, the way the school says. Oh, go ahead and introduce some first. You guys are cutting it close there (laughs) Cutting it real close And this song's called Close (laughs) By Marvin Sapp He does this for a living (laughs) Absolutely James does this for a living That's the way the the school system's designed For us to be used to 9 to 5 Right. Absolutely. Teach you how to show yeah. up on time. Eight o'clock to three thirty. No, that's the issue. That's the this issue is, right there. This is this is and this is something that frustrates me personally because I come from a family, you know what I'm saying, like that's predominantly filled with women. Mm-hmm. And with the few men in my family, myself and my cousin, who's like six months younger than I am, mm-hmm. they were looking at us to be the first men in our family to go to college. Wow. And he went and he graduated from the Citadel. But for me, just the idea of school and the way the school system is set up, mm-hmm. I can't function that way. Like, I'm about to go nuts with my day job right now. So I know I couldn't be in college right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there's something something has to change with the way the school system functions to, well, to help with this whole... Well, they have different schools. Yeah. Well, there are yeah, some schools and, that really focus on vocational a little yeah, more. Right. And we are here 
Oh. This is Hustling Backwards with Mr. Dave Pendergrass. Oh, uh, man, look, I'm just going to try to throw everything in. Let me tell you something. I didn't let a whole lot of stuff go, right, because we hadn't had a chance, right? So I was like, you know, we ain't going to say nothing about Ben Carson. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to say nothing about You see what I'm saying? We skipped a whole lot of stuff. We skipped some Jeff Sessions stuff. We skipped a lot of this stuff. But I'm going to tell you today, happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth to everybody. <laughs> on on Juneteenth is when you know uh, Texas announced that it had finally abolished slavery. Now understand this is not <laughs> Juneteenth of 1865, or or, or when the uh, uh, you know the Emancipation, Emancipation Proclamation yeah. was signed. None of this. This is way after. This is two, three, four, five years, something like that. After. Mm-hmm. I think maybe three or four years after. It was it five? five? Five years after the Emancipation Proclamation. Now now that means that of course you know when we say you know look all these people that fought for your freedom. No, they they didn't fight for their freedom. Because uh, at the end of the day, the Northerners <laughs> that were fighting, were they fighting to free slaves? No. Exactly. Were, were the Southerners fighting, fighting for their slaves? No. They owned no slaves. <laughs> so all the Civil War actually did, it did not end slavery. It showed that we were willing to shoot at each other for stupid reasons over other people's stuff. That's all the Civil War meant. It meant that we, we were, we were <laughs> you know, willing to shoot at each other. But stuff that ain't even belong to us. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Every that the Southerners in the in the war were fighting for neighbors who had slaves, or not really neighbors, the people in the subdivision or whatever you call it. You know what I mean? Where they at? Where they can afford to own nine people? Right. These people can barely feed their two children, but they're on a on, on a battlefield right. fighting for because someone told them this is the way. Rebel way, no states' rights. Okay, well, well, states' rights, are the, you know, is the reason that, uh, you know, that five years after slavery was abolished in the United States, finally Texas abolished slavery. How does, you, you understand where, where, we're, where we're living here? And then in, to, in 2017 on, June, on Juneteenth, here last Friday, we have a person like Donald Trump saying that he wants to uh, get um, Asada Shakur sent back to America. And Cuba said, with everything that she stands for, as far as you know, the uplifting of uh, of a certain, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I, now, while I'm just thrown off by that, I also understand that Obama didn't pardon Asada Shakur. I will say, shout out to Cuba that said that is out of the question. Which let right, and you know why Cuba can say that because they can back it up. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I think every community at some point needs to get to the part where they demand respect from each other. At some point, that's when we're going to not be colorblind, but we can at least not use that as a level upper. You see what I'm saying? That's not a leveling device. Color race is not a leveling device. And the only way you you know that is if, you know, if I walk up on Elliot. <laughs> he ain't crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, as if, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm black. I'm a thug. You know, I'm, I'm gonna show you, and then you gonna show me. Yeah, I'm, I'm bigger than you, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you can take that take that color back with you. <laughs> you know, that's when I think we're gonna start seeing eye to eye, and it has to happen soon. I'm just being real. Until that, until then, we are always gonna be hustling backwards. I don't even know. And we're back. <laughs> we're back. Words. Dave went the whole nine with that one. We go the whole nine. And that song was called <laughs> the whole nine. I flame Mike real. I want to hear more from um Cornelia, brother. He, he has been listening just just intently. I'm here, I'm seeing him just perk up. Fuck. I think we're trying to eat the whole elephant all at once, and mm. uh, you know, we it took a lot of time to get here where we are, and a couple mm-hmm. of uh, great conversation. Um, education is a key element, and acquiring it all on our own. But there's also the possibility of partnering in with education and using some of the greed that could mm-hmm. be good to help us right. move forward faster. Absolutely. Because we did start behind. The gun went off, and we're still stuck in the gate. Right. But um, being able to partner with other people mm-hmm. and being able to avoid the fraud but be able to utilize the greed right. and turn it to your favor... Um, and partner with non-fraudulent but uh, and acquire education right. also I- important but uh, the other thought is um, actually breaking it down to every individual and thinking about in the community about the inflows and the in, in, intake and the, and the, the, the spending mm-hmm. what can I change and rather than fix the whole problem 
Right. What can I change now mm. to redirect some of that flow within the community? What's one thing that I can do? And then you, you ask about another, th- another thing, and you take steps, and it builds on itself, and it'll encourage itself, it'll educate itself. You'll partner, absolutely, and the greed will will be your friend. I think um, I like what you said about when you said take the greed and turn it in your favor, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, if you think about it, we're all supposed to be lenders, not borrowers. Correct? Mm-hmm. That's all of us here. Okay. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. Well, we need to pretty. We need to also respect others as the same, right? When you go to a bank, you don't go to a bank without a business plan and ask for money. And in that business plan, you say how it benefits them. Right. Right? Exactly. How it benefits you isn't, all of that isn't in your business plan. All of the ways that your business benefits you is not in the business plan. All the ways that it benefits them is. And I think if we start, that that's how we start building better partnerships. Better. That's how we start doing things in a better, in a better uh, way. Even when you, we're talking about some of the people who are so woke, but with their wokeness, you are causing social division. You're causing us to have a social capital problem mm-hmm. with certain groups. How you woke and don't own nothing? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, you woke up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing because if you spend if you spend all of your woke time talking about how we got here, you never talk about how you can benefit that system right. solution, and right. therefore partner with that system mm-hmm. to take advantage of their greed because if, if nothing else you can you they may hate you they they may hate you yeah they they hate a lot of people they hate um i'm pretty sure they hated tupac they got his money mm-hmm. huh. they hated prince they got his money mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. you, you you name it they got they, they took advantage of the opportunities there especially in the entertainment business they show you what they're looking at dude how, how can you benefit us okay they benefited in many ways they dressed the way they wanted to dress they drove what they drove they lived how they lived as as performers and they did that in exchange for getting a deal the deal was we get this much of, all, of everything you bring in right now you can do with that what you how it benefits you you go ahead and take that with you but because we're going to give you the opportunity to benefit off this mm-hmm. we take this percentage mm-hmm. okay well the early music contracts did not work well for those artists because they did not at all think about that on that level mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying what are you getting mm-hmm. and what am i getting they didn't think about that. They said, oh, you're going to give me an opportunity to play my music in front of a bunch of people? Oh, man, yes, what are I saying? This is oh, it. Right. We didn't talk about the fact that, yeah, these, yeah. The, and these are going to sell for, you know, at that, at that time, what, $5 a record? Yeah, we ain't talking about You know what I'm saying? We, we ain't talk- we're not talking about a million records yeah, at five. Okay. We're not talking about a million records at $5 a piece. Mm-hmm. And how much of that is yours? Watch out for the record. Dude. That's not what they thought about. They just want to play in front of a big crowd. And mm-hmm. for them, the thrill of that right. was worth the whole contract. Exactly. And now we know better. Exactly. And if you know better, you do better. That's right. <laughs> well, I, I would say also from a local level, um, if you see communities that, like, for instance, on Beltline right now, they don't have a grocery store. There is no grocery store right. in almost a five-mile radius. That's becoming what they call a food desert. Mm-hmm. You start getting local farm markets to come into that area to sell a fresh produce. Mm-hmm. You start getting, you know, you start getting meat markets to come into that area and sell. Now you have a community that's building off of people that usually are from that community that own these things. Right. Because there's Belvedere, there's um there's two there's three apartment complexes yeah, over the there. Colonies, Belvedere. I mean, I would I'm I'm gonna tell you this. If four doggone um minority owned uh nightclubs open up before that doggone grocery store I got a problem. That just lets yeah. you know why we're in the situation we're in. Yeah. The there is a fully built grocery store sitting there. Mm-hmm. But go buy it. That's empty. This wow. is empty. Go, go buy it. Matter of fact, no matter of fact, the shelves are still in there. It's a hustle mentality. Yeah, the shelves are still in there. They they wrote <laughs> go a buy new, it. they wrote in the newspaper how they are actually starting to push for it's more a uh, urban urban farming. Almost, they're pushing for urban urbanized farming, which means people could just farm in your backyard and mm-hmm. sell it. That's cool. Yeah, that's 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 great. Except for a lot of people in lot, urban areas living in apartments. Exactly. Yeah. Not many people own their house. <laughs> and if they do own their house, usually they haven't taken care of the yard good enough to actually plant. That sounded like such a good mm-hmm. idea, and then immediately it was just like. But, well, at money. the same time, yeah. I mean, that and even that's goes probably back, how a lot of people feel, though, too. Yeah. Right, that even goes back to even like someone opening an independently owned grocery store in on that street, uh, on that road. Right. Like, are the people going to support them? Because you know, the first thing they say, I'm not buying my groceries from there. I'm going to food line. Yeah. I'm going to buy. Line. They'll go to one love right across the street and buy everything else they want. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, me, me and you would support it, Dave. Me and you were talking about it. How um, 
we got to teach people to appreciate what's right. in their community. That's true. You right. know, if you were telling me how if you get them to someone invest into it and build something in it, they'll appreciate mm-hmm. it better. Well, right. Mm-hmm. You know, also, it's important to realize, you know, business world, it is cutthroat. It is. And, mm-hmm. like, altruism cannot exist in a business world for very long. You know, altruism being, like, you do something because it's good, because, like, you sacrifice, you harm yourself to help other people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why greed is such an important thing with, like, capitalism, because mm-hmm. you're all trying to, you're trying to earn for yourself. If you're trying to earn for yourself, that money's going to go other places. You're going to want to ha- get other people involved. When you're trying to do stuff because you're just trying to make a charity case out of something, like mm. if you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay four dollars more a gallon because I want to help out this guy, you know, nah, because I want to help out my community for you know <laughs> independent gas stations or something, yeah. you know, whatever. Right. You're gonna go. You're gonna go broke. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna go broke, <laughs> and eventually this guy will go broke too because people are gonna people aren't stupid. They're gonna want the best deal for themselves. Absolutely. You know, I was gonna people say are that. Selfish. It's self interest, and That's the atmosphere needs to line up. Yeah, think about it. The Piggly Wiggly that left out of there wasn't that great. Yeah, it wasn't a great. But you're gonna have to meet those standards or exceed them. Because I mean, you you did not want to buy no meat out of that. Well, wiggly. and and the question but is why still the, gonna have to? We know we know we know the Piggly Wigglies went belly up, but. Oh, how, how was it? Be- <laughs> how how was it before that though? You talking about Piggly Wiggly? Yeah, before before it, uh, Piggly Wiggly completely shut down. Ten years what ago, was, that meat was stinking. What was the what was the num- What were the numbers like? You know, if it if it was a failing business in that community, do you really want to go and be the one to throw a business back in there? Oh well, they, well, they, they had uh, safety and, and health dehab problems, yeah, and things yeah. like that. But as far as you understand, you're the but only within, across the board, though, within walking. Right, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like walking distance to like five apartment complexes. Yeah, it, it's about you see what I'm saying. Almost about twelve hundred people I, to three three. Most of them on yeah. Snap, I, uh, so they're just IGAs. IGAs have a good um, reputation of going where a a grocery store may have moved out of the area mm-hmm. or had to shut down right. and going back in and planning their facilities. Very smart. They just they just did it in Winsboro. They took the food line shut down. They went in there several months later, opened up a, opened up the KJ's IGA and it's booming. Beautiful. And that's that's a smart idea. We need to write that down. Free free thing freely. <laughs> really? really? James, go ahead. <laughs> I'm trying real hard to hold it together, guys. Trying real hard. This song is called Hold Me Together. A Young Saint featuring Chandler Moore. <laughs> and this is the feature song of the night. This <laughs> <laughs> is all, all purpose, dude, man. What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> oh, my goodness. But yeah, that, that's, that's real, though. And I think. Honestly, I think we went a long way around to get to there. The mentality to open that grocery store isn't even there. You see what I'm saying? The mentality to open that grocery store is not there, but the mentality to open a nightclub like on the outskirts of mm-hmm. by Harbison is there. Yeah. How, Sway? How? Because they see dollar signs with nightclubs as opposed to food. It ain't your beauty. It's your booty. <laughs> the turnover, I mean, the, you know, the overhead of a nightclub with, yeah. with, with alcohol prices and everything like that, because you can't just, you know, you're not able to really get in bulk unless you're really getting in bulk. Right. Turn up. You know what I'm saying? And then, you then you know, they do try to spike, you know, they try to add some water to the drink. But I'm just saying, I've, I've worked in a nightclub. That overhead is very high. You know what I'm saying? So to say that you open up a, a club and you're rich, no, you have a better chance of making your overhead with a gas station. I mean, a, yeah, a gas station. It's about order. what it looks like. Sure. I look like I'm look like balling. Big right. shot right. calling, 20 inch place. And does the overhead, does it compare to all the products you have to invest in in your grocery store? Right. And how much does security cost when you start letting 500 people into a building, right. into a hot building? Because how much the air conditioning costs to heat a place with 500 people dancing in close, you know what I'm saying, spaces and things like that. I mean, this is just a great comment. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just a lot that goes into it. I think uh, I will be so happy when we start thinking along those lines, even in our own households. I have to do, this, I have to do the same thing in my household. So, you see what I'm saying? Where is the, the people that rise to the top? Where are those people? And why why do they make the decisions they make as far as going to 
get into wasteful industries instead of getting into necessity industries. I think it, it fits the majority of the American persona, and it's live for the now. Don't worry about the future. Yeah. YOLO. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Shouts out, everybody, um, to everybody who has an Android phone, because uh, Appy Pie finally came up off that thing and, yeah, got us right. You can get the app now. Shouts out to uh, them guys. That app's I, free. I might not ever say their name again because they did make me so Pamela said that the yeah. overhead is high, but the money is fast. It right. It's unfortunate. But it don't last as long because you got to think about it. They the average nightclub yeah. only lasts about five years. Yeah, because we, we'll, we'll because because the low cash day the low cash days are devastating. They last that long, if that. Yeah. This ain't the beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So check us out. Check us out. Fa- uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, everything like that. Um, Free Thinkers Radio, iTunes Podcast, Google Play Podcast. We'd like to thank, yes sir, brother David Crumb, Strong, Crumb, 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 Strong. Thank you, got it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, brother David Strong from Cornelia. Cor- uh, Yes. What, what, tell, tell us a little bit about that before we get out of here. But koinonia is a, a Greek word for community, and uh, it's based on uh, uh, metanoia, which was uh, uh, has been planted in, in North Charleston for about 15 years. Okay. It's a, it's an asset-based, uh, community-driven improvement uh, initiative that uh, focuses on identifying assets that are in the community Okay. And linking them to needs in the community, and mm-hmm. and slowly that would grow over time. Um, my wife and I started that. We have a few other board members. It's centered in in Eau Claire, right on North Main. North Main, and, like that street. And <laughs> And and we're partnered with a church there uh, that has a big facility, which is a, you know a, a lot of space right. that they've partnered and shared with us uh, without cost, uh, so no overhead. Um, wow, that's uh, all right. Um, and uh, this church has been serving the community for more than fifty years. Um, I think it's celebrating its ninety-year anniversary uh, soon. Wow! But um, our goal is really to to empower. Uh, people in the community to listen to the community leaders to identify those assets and try and grow and and continue to 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 build economic opportunities to provide safe educational places for children to grow and learn right and then also to provide opportunities for other youth and high school age uh, people to develop skills and and have other and, and to grow other opportunities so we're we're still in the we've just started Okay. Um, we have a, a eight week summer program going on now. Okay. With uh, K five to twelve year olds, where we're providing education, um, uh, you know, s- some bi- Bible lessons, uh, but also technical education, reading, writing, math, playtime. But um, we're also looking to have strategic uh, listening opportunities with other leaders in the community to talk mm. about projects like this grocery store and uh, it's interesting when you talk about the grocery store um, the the founder of metanoia in north charleston mm-hmm. uh, that was an issue that they also had uh, in that community wanted a grocery store and, and didn't have the skills to 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 pull together and actually to, mm. to put one in place what did they end up doing um, they're still they're still in the process still in the of trying process. to identify and and get the skills that they need to to, to deliver that service. To so if you have community. if you have you know skills, mm-hmm. <laughs> there were, so that's that's in the Charleston area. You said yeah, North Charleston. North Charleston area needs you and in Columbia. Where, where do they where do they go? There's got to be a website or something because this this sounds yeah. like y'all got everything going on, man. Uh, our <laughs> website is dot org. Coinania of Columbia dot org. Am I not spell that? Yeah, spell that. Okay, we're gonna put that. In the, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put that link in the comments. Right, Jay Will's doing it now. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. Thank y'all for tuning in. Oh, wait a second. Thank you, brother Shante Darby. Huh? Hey, hey. Shante Darby actually is gonna be doing some of our um, intro music. Right, yes, they're working on it now. They're working on uh, okay. intro music for 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 Urban City. He already has done intro music for Stop the Silence. That's when you hear correct. Stop, stop, yeah. stop, stop. Yeah, that's yeah, Ebony and Shantae. Like that. uh, I think the echo, the echo of Shantae and like the original stop, I think was Ebony. 
about? I'm just oh. saying, you know what I'm saying? It's like a collab. Like, 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 you know. It was a collab. It was a collab. Ste- Steph and Clay, y'all, 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 y'all the splash like brother and sister. Oh, okay. I don't know who okay. that is. You don't know who that is? I don't. I didn't think so. It's, okay. a, good work, it's a good working relationship. There we go. Thank, there we thank go. Thank you, Shantae. Well, well, tell, tell us about some of the other stuff you got coming on. I know Life of, life of a Producer. Life of a Producer, www. You don't people don't put www dot no more anyway. But lifeofproducer dot com um, is my vlog series. Um, if you want to, the purpose of it is to show the behind the scenes of what a producer goes through when they're making these songs and stuff like that, and even the personal life of you know expectancy and stuff. So go check it out, lifeofproducer dot com um, as well. Um, STD Music Productions is definitely uh, moving forward. Definitely um, have uh, Chris Darnell. Working on his single that is coming out soon. Good enough. Um, uh, Word of God just uh, produced a project, and I was a part of that as well. Okay. Um, and some Fair. other things. Uh, so stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's all for the. That's all for the day. That's all for the day. And thank you again. We, we, we you know, you're family, <laughs> you family, but you won't be here. here. <laughs> you won't be all the time. We, I'm glad I could be here tonight. There we go. There we go. And he brought the he brought the beard and the George w. Bush all in the same <laughs> session. Oh man, straight up. Shouts out to W. Absolutely, we always enjoy. It's huge. Yeah, we always enjoy the uh, favorite libertarian, favorite libertarian over there. Holla, holla, holla. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. DJ James on the ones and twos. Jay, Jay, Jay Will. We we gonna find new. You know we need a new nickname for Jay Will. He's been Jay Will too long. It's time for a new thing. You know, even Puff Daddy became Diddy. Diddy. Yeah. Right. We gotta find a new name for you. Ja Will. Ja Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. He already cut yeah. He already cut his dreads. He ain't really got no Rastafarian roots, right? Yeah, you did cut your roots. I mean, you cut your cut your braids, yeah, oh. your dreads, and all that kind of stuff, man. You just he, we can't go the Rastafarian Cut your roots route. straight off. We had to take your card, drop your card off at the barber shop. Not damn. Oh, <laughs> oh man. So this is how we gonna end. This is how yeah, we, we getting end. out of here, huh? This is how we do. <laughs> yeah, this is how we going out. Yeah. They going out of line huh? right now. Yeah, we, we should go. Is. We should go middle name. <laughs> go by the middle name. What's your middle name, Jay? Nope. <laughs> nope. Jay Nope Wilson Insider information You know That fits <laughs> Oh Jay Willie <laughs> Shouts out to Sarah Robertson Who votes for Jay Willie oh. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> We getting out of here On that note yes, yes, <laughs> Appreciate y'all Thank Facebook y'all for we, uh, in. Peace <laughs>